peek ahead just for the sake of uh, seeing what they hit the half in. The women hit the half in 119.41. Um, Kellen already dropped out at this point. She dropped out right around 20K. But um, it's just it's just a wild race, and it'll be fun to get Aaron on and, and kind of talk about what was going on and what was being said in the in the press yeah, room because yeah, definitely. it was just – it could have gone so many different ways. I was sitting there watching the race on um, – the television in the hotel room with Ryan Linden and with Josh Cox and with Kerry Cox. And at this point, even in the women's race, well, right now we're very concerned about Kellen because she didn't show up yeah. on the half. So that was our main concern at this point, but there wasn't any super big level of excitement about Des um, at this stage at halfway in our room, you know, that came later when things started breaking up and that'll be fun to watch. And again, to talk to Aaron about because the, the race will go down in history and it will be remembered for the weather, of course, but uh, for an American woman winning for the first time since 1985 and to do it on a day like this in such crazy weather and um, in such a, such a strange fashion. Uh, I just think it, it it almost even though in a weird way physiologically obviously it's it's not you could argue anyway that it's not as impressive as running 219 or something it i think still because of the conditions it'll be considered one of the greatest uh american performances of all time oh i think so yeah and i think you have to contextualize certain things too and des has said i think i mean i asked her one time what her best boston was and I don't feel uncomfortable sharing it, but the, the year she got second, she said was probably her best performance, but there's more to it than that. You know, it's like, there's yeah. a, a story, like a marathon is a story as well. And, and this is a much more epic story, I think personally. So uh, that will always be my favorite Des run. Was totally. This it's, it's, it's sports, right? It's um, the, the, the fog bowl for in, in football or whatever that they talk about years and years ago, decades ago. I'm sure the game wasn't very well played. <laughs> Yeah, you, you couldn't see anything, but it's the fog bowl. It goes down in history, or, mm-hmm. or the or the Tuck game with Brady and the Raiders, and um, yeah, I, I just think context in sports is really cool, and and the moment um, and stepping up in the big moments is is super cool, and of course, Des is very good at that. So we'll talk to Aaron about that. We'll also talk to her about um, just the impact that the win had. They just they just showed the Shalane going to the porta potty. I missed it. Oh gosh. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Here we go. Uh, da, 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 takes me. A that, second. Talking about, talking about stories in the race. That's, that's an all time one. That is an all timer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So we missed it. Uh, I mean, they showed her go in. I don't know if they show her come out, but yeah, it's. I'll, it's I'll go to it here in a second and maybe we'll see the replay of it. I think they do do a replay. Oh yeah. Cause here's Des. So this is a very important point. So she's. Um, Oh, Scott someone Richard. actually. There you oh, go. Oh, my. Someone asked if we could discuss that actually on <laughs> one of the questions. Well, you know who better to discuss that with than than Aaron? You know. Yeah, I mean, she probably asked them about it. So. Yeah, I'm sure she has. So here she is. We'll bring her on. Here we go. Hello. Can you hear us? Yes. Oh, we can hear you. This Aaron. is great. Hello. Shalane just went to the bathroom. She did. Yeah. So we're, we're just jumping right in. So tell us about that. How much do you know about, about that story? Did you talk to Shalane and Des about that afterward? 
It did, yeah. I mean, I just remember being in the press room and I'm like, this race is bananas. Like, I've never seen anybody like peel off and go, especially Sheen, like go to the bathroom. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think um, early on in the race, Des had said to Shalane, um, you know, I'm not feeling great. I don't know if I'm going to finish. If I would love to help you if you need something, you know, as long as I'm here, just let me know. Um, and Shalane, you know, right before halfway, I think just kind of like, you can see them talking. Um, and Shalane was just like, do you think now is a good time to go to the bathroom? And Des was like, I mean, we're going slow enough. I'll help you if you need, you know, if they break away, we'll, we'll work together and we'll get back in the pack. Yeah, that's wild. No, that, that is one of the things that people remember from this race for sure. So you talked about the press room. So Give, give the viewers, because, you know, myself included, you know, there's only a few of you that get to go into that press room. What does it look like on race day and, and how different was it on this particular race day? Did you get that? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the press room is really, I mean, it's an awesome place to be watching any race just because um, there's, like, we have a closed feed, so we don't get the commercials. Um, we, we can see exactly when moves are being made. The splits are coming up for us. Like, it's, it's a pretty great place to be. Um, obviously, the weather that day was the story. Um, and I actually, when I woke up, you know, usually I go for a run first before we head to the press room but that morning I looked out the window and I was like oh pass that's okay I'm good um <laughs> uh yeah and so yeah that day I just felt like the weather actually kind of favored an American woman because women train in all sorts of conditions um so I felt like maybe it was our year so you can see them talking here and and working their way back up to the pack um yeah pretty interesting that it does at this point in the race Des is still just sort of thinking this is not her day and that she's helping Shalane out that's interesting insight uh and she is getting her back up look how hard it's raining right now I know oh my Incredible. gosh Scott do you remember sorry to I, we're going to ask you questions Aaron but Scott do you remember that different points of the race where the rain was just hard really coming down yeah, I remember thinking, like, because you saw on the start line when we started, like, it actually wasn't that bad. Like, there were certain points where, I mean, it was, it was wet the entire time, but kind of like what Mario was talking about, there were points where it just was, like, painful, like, how much and how hard it was blowing into you. And if you had any exposed skin, it was just, like, like needles hitting you. So, Aaron, inside the press box or the press room – who are you sitting next to? Are you, are you next to a buddy? Are you able to kind of talk during this thing? Are you taking notes? I mean, I'm just interested to see how it goes. Yeah, I was with Runner's World at the time. So um, I was sitting next to Sarah Lord Butler, um, as I normally do. Uh, and I was live tweeting, actually, for Runner's World. Um, so yeah, I, I just remember Twitter exploded the moment that Shalene went to the bathroom. I mean, that was all <laughs> anyone was talking about. And I think it was Jonathan Galt actually timed like how long it took her to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so I think it was like 13 seconds is what everybody landed on. But yeah, um, so I was sitting next to Sarah and we were just like, what? I mean, I think right at that point we were like, what is, 
what is happening. I don't really know what's going on right now. Yeah. But I still thought, you know, even though there was a little bit, there was a breakaway there. I just, just looking at the form and the faces, I was like, I don't, I don't think this is it. Like, I think we, you know, there are a few people that are looking a little bit better and um, I don't think that's the race yet. So I'm surprised to hear you say you thought anybody looked good. <laughs> well, I mean, it was all relative at the time. <laughs> that's right. No, there was a lot of talk. I do remember, it's funny you say that because I do remember now the hype before this race was that people really thought an American woman was going to win because mm -hmm. you had Shalane coming off the New York win. You yeah. had, you had Des who had been, knocking on the door especially at boston for so long you have mm -hmm. molly with all her loads of talent and and um you know right in the prime of her career mm -hmm. did did you make a prediction before you you don't like to make predictions did you make a prediction beforehand as to who you thought it might be i didn't um i just thought and at that i mean right until the very last you know the night before jordan Hesse was also in the mix that's so, right um yeah i just thought you know one of them, one of them was going to come through. Um, and I, you know, I actually, Des probably wasn't top of mind just because she was kind of downplaying her, her buildup at that point. Like she wasn't, she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. But she wasn't like, you know, I don't know. She just wasn't like, I'm totally, had, I'm ready. Like she had been much more confident the year before. Yeah. Exactly. The year before, she had flat come out and said she wanted to win. Yeah. And this, in this time, it didn't seem. I mean, even here, she's she's dropped a bit. Yeah. Very yeah. interesting race, and we were talking about that with Yuki on the men's race, where he had been dropped a bit and then came back. But I think there were so many mental battles going on in people's minds that you were racing yourself and your own demons as and the weather as much as you were racing everybody else. So you would maybe have these bits of um, feeling sorry for yourself and tiny pity parties and you would snap out of it and then you would come back. It, it, at least watching, it's, it seems like that's what's happening. Yeah, I mean, you got to think Des right here is like, she's obviously a smart and savvy enough racer to be like, if I'm 15 meters up right here, I'm in a much better position. So she can't have been feeling that good right here, I would imagine. I don't yeah. think so. No, I don't think so either. And she's probably still had in her head that she was going to drop out. Yeah. Do you, yeah, what, I was going to ask you that, Erin. Again, from interviewing her after because we don't have her on today. We do have Josh on later, but what did she tell you about when, when did she even think this was possible? I can't, I can't think it was here, obviously, like we just said. So did it just all of a sudden happen where she realized, Oh my gosh, I'm in third place, second place. Now I'm in first. Yeah. I guess her goal was to help Molly actually bridge the gap to the leader. Um, so she's like, I'll help Molly. And uh, once that's done, I'm just going to drop out. And so she noticed that Molly wasn't following her. Um, she hasn't made this move yet, I don't think. Um, but uh, yeah, so she, then she noticed that Molly wasn't following her. And then she noticed that she was like leading. And she's like, I actually don't feel that bad. Maybe I should just keep going. Nice. Um, yeah. That's awesome. So as someone who's covering it, you know, I, I, uh, I saw on your social media today that you've also run the race before. Mm -hmm. So, oh, there's the, this is the replay. The replay. Oh. Yes. Okay, and there's Serena with the putting the bag. She stole that bag. This is so nuts. Um, okay, so you've run the race before. So does that help you as a journalist to know what parts of the course they're on and, and just understand the Boston, the ups and downs and the different uh, uh, shifts in terrain? 
I think so. I, I always like to go out, um, even on courses that I haven't run before, um, just to like at the Olympic trials in February, I did the eight mile loop just to have a sense of, you know, what, what kind of terrain they're on, where things might be really difficult or just, you know, just to have a little bit of a sense of, of what they're going through out there. Um, so yeah, I think it does help just to, just to know the course a little bit better. Where does Boston rank in, in terms of your annual events that you cover on a personal level? Uh, I love Boston. It's so weird not to, I mean, th I think this is like one of the only times in probably 11 years that I'm not there. So um, it feels really strange to me not to, not to be there. I feel like it's almost like a family reunion type thing that you look forward to every year. So, yeah. Well, if you've been there that many times, what's your favorite Boston memory? Oh gosh. Um, I have a lot. I mean, my own personal race, um, that was probably my favorite marathon. I was just like, I went there, I had just moved to Flagstaff actually. Um, so it was the only thing, only time I'd ever trained at altitude. And, um, I just went there kind of in a more celebratory, like this will just be for fun type mindset. Um, and just had the greatest time, like, I probably never and I probably never will execute a marathon better than I did that day just because I was just like, oh, I'll just start out slow. And then, you know, halfway through, I was like, this feels pretty good. Like, you know, and it was, it was just a joy. And I'd never experienced, you know, even though I've done New York, Chicago and like all the big ones, just the tradition and the appreciation of the people there for marathoning. You just can't find that really anywhere else. That's awesome. Okay, well, Des wins. Yes. And that means that now, in a span of six months, um, we've had Shalane win New York and Des win Boston. What, what did those two wins mean for U.S. distance running? And has it been the boon that, not now that we're, you know, two years on, has it meant what we thought it was going to mean? I think so. I mean, I think everybody was so excited when Shalane won New York City. And so there was like this level of excitement um, and possibility. And then when Des won Boston, I think, you know, like two times isn't like a fluke, you know, um, there's more of an expectation now that the U.S. women and, you know, Jordan got third in Chicago and Boston. So I think there has become this expectation that they're they're going to be American women on the podium, whether they win or their first, or, you know, whether, whether they're first, second or third, I think there is now this like bar that's been raised. Um, so that's really exciting, especially as somebody who writes about it. <laughs> that was my last question. Tell us what you're doing now. Plug your, plug your current role. Um, so yes, now I am a senior writer with women's running magazine, um, which is really fun and obviously a very key time to be writing about women's running. Um, so yeah, I, our next issue is coming out this week maybe and Des is on the cover. So that'll be exciting. It's a story I had to rewrite about four times since I've seen her because the situation kept changing and changing and changing. So um, I'm not going to read it because I'm afraid that it's already outdated. I don't think it is, but um, it was a very sensitive you know, like, let's try and not make this super timely anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, Erin, for coming on. This was cool. We re really appreciate it. And uh, enjoy watching the rest of the race.
Yeah, you too. Have fun. Okay. Go Scott. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <Sarah. laughs>